Hi, I'm Alex Mador, and I want to talk to you about something serious. Something terrible happened last week during these already terrifying times. Somebody lied to us. And I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm not talking about the government. I'm not even talking about Tom Cruise. No. I'm talking about Doja Cat. Last week, Doja Cat tweeted that she would show her boobs if Say So got number one. Now, obviously, everyone was all over that, playing that shit on every single device as many times as possible because they were promised titties. I played the song. I thought it was a good song. I think it's very catchy. But I was promised tits. And what happens? Um, oh my god. I just realized I have to show my boobs real hard. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. I did play you. I'm not showing my boobs real hard, man. You got fucking played. You got fucking played. Look at yourself. Oh, I've looked at myself plenty of times, Doja Cat. I wake up and I look in the mirror every day and what I see isn't tits. Definitely not the ones I was promised for playing Say So. But my promise to you, yes, there is a upside to all of this. My promise to you is that if you elect me, President of the United States, I will make it completely illegal, punishable by death sentence to promise somebody boobies and it to turn out to be just to get plays. Yeah, I didn't just come up with this right now. This is serious shit. So to all you people that were thinking of not voting, how about you go go to your local poll this November with a mask on and write in Alex fucking Mador. I'll get those titties for you. That is my campaign promise. Alex Mador, holding Doja Cat accountable. Titties 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What you're asking for is got a What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Short News Podcast. Let me, let me just get a round of applause here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I needed that. I needed that. Sorry, sorry we're late. So sorry we're late. Yeah. Oof. Two hours later. I'm just doing all the, all the soundboards. No! No! Um, anyways, welcome back to the Short News Podcast. <laughs> oh, this soundboard is fun. I missed this. I, I really did. I really did. Um, so, as you know, as you, okay, alright, that's enough. Enough. 
Okay, thank you. As you know, this is the show where I, a random-ass college student, give my take on the terrible, idiotic decisions that people make and how they affect the rest of society. Am I qualified to do so? Probably not. But I am one semester away from finishing my sociology degree. So that's something big. I guess we can talk about society a little bit. You know, I'm a scholar in the making. Not really. I don't know. Anyways, it's nice being back in the swing of things, kind of. Um, we're getting close to being completely settled into the new place. I spend a lot of time outside smoking joints in peace, which is nice. You know, I, I needed some solitude. I didn't realize how loud and overwhelming that New York City has been this whole time until I moved to the suburbs, and it, it's so quiet here. You know, I feel, I feel bad for even playing music for my phone speakers, like, on, on lower medium in the afternoon. <laughs> and, you know, the thing that is really awesome is we finally got the, the F away from that shitty couple who lived upstairs from us in that old place. Like, for those of you who are new, um, this couple upstairs would fight from 5 a.m. all the way into the next night every single week. And it wasn't just normal arguments, but like, like that would be one thing and not really a big deal. Everybody argues. I argue like with Ashley. It, it happens. Couples argue. If you don't, then there's then you're not communicating. But this so this couple though literally screams at the top of their lungs for hours, like entire days. Like the woman sounds like she's being murdered and the man sounds like he's like murdering her. But but it's like all the time. So obviously she's still not dead. They're just in a really toxic and aggressive relationship that needs to end. But what am I supposed to do about it? They're throwing things around at each other, stomping and throwing each other to the ground, and the lights on our ceiling flicker because they're literally shaking up the whole ceiling because, you know, they live upstairs. Um, like, our ceiling is their floor. Um, so that couple, to them, to that couple, you guys need to break up. Like, really. There, there was maybe one or two weeks of peace where I thought maybe they broke up and moved out. But no, I was extremely wrong. It just got worse. And it's disturbing to listen to that kind of shit. People, people on Twitter were telling me I needed to call the police before something bad happened. And I told Ashley that, and she got mad at me, like, oh, so you're going to get involved now? <clears throat> like, all annoyed with me. And I was like, fine, I won't call the cops, but if someone gets hurt, I'm going to feel fucking terrible. So if something happens to them, don't blame me. Blame, blame Ashley for making me feel stupid for trying to call the police on this violent couple upstairs. And I know, I shouldn't be throwing my partner under the bus like this, but she legit got annoyed with me for thinking I should report these people when there's like aggressive, violent, hostile shit going on upstairs. But, you know, like she would be on video chat with her work and I would be in Zoom with my classes and the domestic violence upstairs was so like easily audible to everyone else on the calls. So that was embarrassing. You know, I never found out what all the fighting was about, though. I wish I did, because the, the man, specifically, was really angry, like, at the woman over something, like, every single day. And then she'd be, like, shrieking. And I don't know, man. So many people have told me to get involved, but, like, then there's other people that are like, it's not your business. Like, I'm definitely partially hesitant 
to get involved because of my old old apartment. I lived like I lived in a basement floor studio um, underneath this young actor, very talented man. Um, but he he must have been rehearsing or or watching a movie on a really nice sound system. It was like late at night, and the dude down the hall from me, who's also named Alex and is Korean, he he's he was very irrational. Ended up in the psych ward, and then had to be moved to California, and and like we never saw him again. It was very sudden. But on this particular night, he comes beating on my door. Um, keep in mind it's past midnight. I'm in my underwear. He's like, he's like, Alex, answer the door. And I come to the door. He's like, someone's getting hurt upstairs. And I'm like stoned and tired and confused. I was about to head to sleep. He shoves a mattress topper in my arms and tells me, come on, let's go upstairs. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? And I'm still confused. Like, why do we have mattress toppers? Why are we bringing them upstairs? We, like, I'm not fighting anyone. What the hell's going on? I, I just want to go to bed. And I don't even hear what the problem is. But so Alex, the other Alex, this neighbor, is so convinced, like, and so convincing that something is wrong that I just, in my days, I follow him upstairs. We get to the door, and I'm just standing there, like, I don't hear anything. Like, what do you want me to do? And he just doesn't say anything, knocks on the door, and then hides behind me. And then so the neighbor who was making the noise answers, and, you know, so there's these two young Korean men, you know, me and my neighbor, holding mattress toppers, like we're about to, like, assault this innocent young black man. Do, 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 you, do you understand the socio-political implications of that? Like, there, there are serious tensions that, that, like, that could have exacerbated there. I did not realize, like, first of all, I didn't realize that was gonna, like, I was gonna feel guilt about that afterwards. Like, oh shit, I just, like, I just did, I just, like, even if I didn't mean to, I just did, like, something that's offensive. Because, like, okay, so in the 80s during the Rodney, the Rodney King riots, I think, like, there were a lot of Koreans that were, I don't know what they were doing. My, my brother told me something about them, and, and it was kind of crass. I was like, you're, you're on the, you're on the, you're not saying the right shit, man. Don't say that at college. Um, but there, there are tensions between black people and Koreans, and, I didn't realize that what my neighbor was probably doing was profiling this guy. And I had just moved in. Like, I, I didn't know anybody that lived in this apartment except for this neighbor because he had, the, the Korean one, because he had yelled at me over, like, using toilet paper in our shared bathroom. Um, yeah. So, so I'm confused because he's the only, so this guy, he's the only dude in the apartment He's watching a movie with his sound system on, and he's like, uh, uh, hi? And I, I'm frozen. Like, I look at my neighbor like, what the fuck did you just bring me upstairs to do? And he's not saying anything either. He's just looking at me. And the, the, the actor dude, he's just like, uh, do you want me to turn, turn down the, the sound? And I was like, uh, um, yeah, okay, sorry, sorry. And he's like, okay. And closes the door, and I, I turn to turn to Alex, the neighbor, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? There's literally nothing wrong. 
And this this neighbor is like, oh, whoops, my bad. And then goes back to his room with his mattress toppers that he wanted to use to, like, attack this innocent dude trying to enjoy a movie. You, I, I need to repeat this. Do you know how bad that looks? Especially in our current, our current socio-political climate, it, it does not look good at all. I didn't even know who lived up there. All I heard was this dude, this neighbor dude saying, someone's getting attacked up there. No one was getting attacked. Nobody was getting attacked. <laughs> so I was really embarrassed, and, and I still am. It haunts me to this day. The guilt and embarrassment from, from being involved in that at all. Like, dude, that looks so bad. And that was the last time I got involved when something was too loud in my apartment building and it sounded like something was wrong to somebody. And so I need to apologize to this guy. I won't put him on blast. Um, I have his name in the show notes here, but I'm not going to do that. Um, he'll, he'll, if he ever finds this, he'll know. He'll know. Um, so, dude, I, I am sorry. I'm very sorry. Like, that is the last time. I listen to someone else before checking a situation out for myself. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I feel terrible. I really do. Like, I think about that at least once a week and I facepalm. Like, physically, like, legitimately, literally facepalm. And he was real nice. Like, afterwards... I think like maybe he knew I was confused or something and like I didn't I didn't know what was going on and and like we we were cool after that but like still it's it's really fucking awkward and like the miscommunication there and the fact that like my my neighbor was just so he was so fucking urgent about it that like I took took it as like there's an emergency upstairs no, there wasn't. There wasn't. That's some bullshit. So, like, I don't know. I hope he hears this one day and is like, oh, shit. That's that dude. He, he's, he wasn't being racist. He was just high and being told what to do. <laughs> and that's, that's really all I can hope for. <coughs> I don't know. It helps me to, uh, to talk about this. But also, it's the main reason I didn't do anything about the couple screaming at each other upstairs. Like, at first, I was thinking to myself, okay, what if, what if they're actors? <laughs> what if they're actors and they're just practicing a really angry scene from, like, Marriage Story 2 or something? But then after, you know, months, there was no way they, they wouldn't have perfected that scene by then. So obviously, this was real fighting happening, but how do you properly report domestic disputes without anybody getting hurt? Without the cops being forceful, without, like, without going against my beliefs about the police. Especially if you aren't sure if the situation is indeed violent or even requires the police. Like, I hate cops. Last thing I want to do is call them for something that might be better handled by someone who truly knows how to handle conflict other than by shooting someone in the head. It's a whole other issue about how there should be, you know, entities outside of police departments like social workers who try to diffuse situations without using force when when possible i really don't know what what i was supposed to do there like when when that couple was fighting um like i wish i knew what the right thing would have been when we were there but you know whatever we don't live there anymore it's not my problem 
whoever lives in that apartment now, their problem. So, whatever. No more noisy neighbors, but possibly nosy neighbors. Nosy neighbors, definitely. Like, I was was smoking a joint last week, and the, the lady next door was in her driveway. She walked up walked up the driveway, walked down the sidewalk, looked right at me, and then walked back into her driveway. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what, what, what are you doing? Like, the legal state. I'm, I'm on private property. There's nothing you can do. Like, if you have a problem, you have to keep that shit to yourself. And, and so this, and this is like a lady who smokes cigarettes outside at the, the side of her house, um, near our house, so her kids don't see. And I'm just going outside and smoking too, so, you know, so the rest of the family doesn't see. So, so what the fuck is, uh, what's the difference here? What's, what's the, uh, situation? And the shit I'm smoking isn't proven to kill people the way cigarettes do, so what's the deal? <clears throat> like, I, I don't know. I I heard they're pretty progressive people. Maybe they're just trying to figure out how to ask me for some. Which, I don't know. Anyways, we should get into some news. Um, Alright, Jeff Benzos. Because <laughs> Amazon sells... Um drugs now. No, Jeff Bezos officially stepped down from his position at, as a Amazon CEO. I'm not exactly sure why, but maybe it's to focus more on his penis rockets that he needed that bailout for, even though he's the richest person on the fucking planet. Why does Jeff Bezos get, get bailouts for his <clears throat> rich people projects? Meanwhile, regular hardworking Americans in, in debt and low-paying jobs get nothing. Jeff knew the risks of starting his own fucking space travel company. That's something only rich douchebags can do. So he's gone from Amazon, but most likely still has a lot of power in the company. He's probably a major shareholder. Not that it really makes much of a difference for Amazon, whether he is or not. They're still still going to force their workers to piss in bottles instead of having decent regular bathroom breaks like any other job. That's, that's the Amazon way. Like, imagine, imagine a world where Amazon employees had fair working conditions and benefits that actually, you know, benefited them. It would affect their whole one-day shipping thing that, that they would have going on, okay, I, I guess. But, but the people that work on these, at these warehouses are just as human as you or me. They're, those are not conditions that any human should be working in. One-day shipping is, like, impossible for human beings. It's overworking people. Maybe maybe the new guy that'll step in? I don't know, maybe he'll make things better for employees, but since we live in a capitalist society where the rich get richer while the poor stay poor, I, I don't really think there'll be any positive change. I, I doubt it. Highly doubt it. Uh, what else is in the news? Let's see here. COVID booster shots are coming. And Pfizer saying it's time to get them while the CDC is saying we don't need them yet. But you know, the CDC, I will say this, the CDC has fucked up big time throughout this entire pandemic. They've lied and bullshitted. So why should I trust them when there's a vaccine ready to go that's just going to further protect people and they're not letting us get it? Shouldn't we just be allowed to if we feel like it? You know, like, if we want to stay immune, not trying to go back into the dark ages here, back to lockdowns and all that shit. This shouldn't be a debate. 
Why wouldn't they just let people get their booster shots? Didn't like didn't the CDC say, "Oh, masks aren't necessary," and then changed their tune? Not even like a month or two later, they like and then they changed their six feet distance rule, saying three feet was safe enough to like justify that kids and teachers could go back to schools when they probably shouldn't have. That's not disease control. That's bullshit, and that's keep the economy going control. Because apparently, teachers, with all their hard work that they already do, don't deserve to be safe from a deadly virus. Because the economy has to keep going. Kids have to go to school, so parents don't have to deal with them. Fuck you guys. And school, school's going to start back up in, uh, in late August. Everything is going back to physical classes if it hasn't already. Are you telling me we're... We're going to have all these unvaccinated little snot-nosed kids running around schools with no masks, spreading all their shit everywhere? That doesn't seem smart to me. Why is there so much conflict <clears throat> over whether or not people should get vaccinated? Like, there's some vlogger or influencer or clout goblin, whatever you want to call her, Corinna Kopf, or whatever, I don't know, I don't care. But she, she made a bunch of tweets that were anti-vax, even dissing the flu shot, people gave her a bunch of shit, so she played the victim card and said everyone was attacking her for simply voicing her opinions. Well, it's like, okay, well, people are voicing their opinions back at your voiced opinion. That's how the internet works. Call and response, or whatever. I don't know. If if you're being dumb, people are going to call you out for it publicly because you're being dumb publicly. That's a simple thing to understand. You aren't the victim just because a bunch of people recognize that you're an idiot. Like, yeah, some dumb white chick on OnlyFans says they're anti-vax. They're definitely trustworthy and know everything about epidemiology. Pfft. Fucking ridiculous. All these people have so much attention on them. Millions of dollars. When all they're doing is harming society. Can we, can we normalize smart and rational people being in the limelight when it comes to influencers and celebrities? Like, I really really hate influencers. A lot. Because they don't have talent, they're fake as fuck, have a ton of money for doing nothing, and are somehow always harming communities that they live in. You've got these, you know, those weirdos, the Ace family. In the news, Austin McBroom, the leader of the Ace family, which is uh, one of those vlog channels that capitalizes off of uh, exploiting their children for views with fake drama and eye-catching keywords. Austin, Austin hosted a boxing event called Social Gloves because, you know, social media boxing. A bunch of acts performed, multiple influencers fought one another, but there are claims and accusations being made that no one who was in the boxing event or performed there ended up getting paid for it. Meanwhile, like, so meaning Austin didn't pay people what he owed them, people including Migos who performed that night. And then more news comes out that Austin didn't pay this car rental company for the exotic cars that he rented from them. Um, then the word came out that the Ace family was potentially being evicted from their giant mansion because they aren't able to live the lavish lifestyle they've become so accustomed to. Of course, Austin denies everything, even though people still haven't been paid what they're owed. There's plenty of paperwork that is now public starting to seem really sketchy, almost like, I, I don't know, Austin 
intentionally, serially doesn't pay people what he owes them for services and goods. Like, I don't know, this dude has always been on my radar for doing some sketchy business dealings as well as plenty of other influencers who have been in the news for some crypto scams. So there's this cryptocurrency um, called Save the Kids, which, like, already, what the fuck? How is a cryptocurrency going to save children? And so they claim they donate crypto to, like, some foundation to save kids. I don't know. I don't know how. Whatever. But this is an, it's another pump and dump scheme coin promoted by influencers like Rice Gum and the FaZe Clan. And I mean, like, those dudes were never the brightest people. So I can definitely see them not vetting um, what they're getting into, not realizing what a pump and dump scam is. Possibly. I mean, then again, there's like, not DMs, there's like Discord chats with that they're all in with the creators of the coin. And, and it seems really sketchy, like they are pumping and dumping together. Um, so we might see some people get arrested, see some regulations put into place on crypto. Because... It really is the Wild West where anyone can just come in, create a coin, and manipulate it so so they can get super rich while taking from everyone else. Like, I know that Elon Musk and Mark Cuban are trying to get regulations put up so normal people can't make money off of pump and dumping crypto. Like, so only they can, I guess. Which is fucked up. Because, like, at first, you're like, oh, good, they're doing a good thing. No one, No one will be able to pump and dump, but then you realize there's an asterisk. No one will be able to pump and dump unless you're Elon Musk or Mark Cuban and figure out like a loophole to the regulations that you fought for. Obviously, he wants to keep doing it. Elon's been manipulating crypto markets for, for months, you know? And, and there's no way he isn't just trying to make it so only the richest and most powerful can, can profit. Like, that, that's what they all do. This is the problem with decentralized currency. The lack of regulations can cause for there to be sketchy dealings and practices leading to people getting completely financially fucked. And how do you know that that currency is completely decentralized? Like, it happened to me. Everyone on Twitter was getting, um, not everyone on Twitter, but a lot of people on Twitter were getting Shiba Inu to trend, saying, this is the new Dogecoin. It's going to the moon. Everyone's going to the moon. So I expected, so I expected that. I got excited, and I put all my money... Not all my money. I put money in, like, I don't know, like 40 bucks in. And then all of a sudden, my $40 goes down to like 15. Like, almost instantly. Shit pumped and dumped. Fast, dude. I was watching people just sell chunks of Shiba Inu. It was depressing. I lost a whole lot that day out of, I lost most of 40 bucks that day. So these pump and dump scams, scams cannot, cannot be allowed. I sound like I'm making a speech. Pump and dump scams can't be allowed. I can't talk. I said scans. So these pump and dump scams cannot be allowed to go on for any longer. How many different cryptos are there now? We don't need shitcoin or Dogebutt or Asscoin or whatever useless coins there are. You can't spend them on anything. Like like you can with like some things with Bitcoin or Ethereum. 
So don't fall for these crypto scams. Don't put money into something until you're absolutely sure it isn't a pump and dump. Just because it has white paper doesn't make it legit. I'm sorry. You can call anything white paper. So, and, and this is financial advice. Because I'm telling you to be financially safe. I'm telling, like, I'm telling you to be responsible. Like, I'm not telling you to take risks, you know? I'm telling you to do your research, make sure something is legit before you even consider putting any of your money into it. That is financial advice. And don't listen to influencers. They don't know what the fuck they're doing and almost always have shady business practices that are unregulated and fucked up. And they, they, they usually have, have a record of that if you look into their, their past, like they've done this shit before. Like we've seen that happen enough outside of crypto with now the, the Twitch gambling that's going on. I, I don't think you're even, I think these people are VPNing so that they're able to gamble legally from like a different, like a server in a different country from their home in the U.S. And they Twitch stream that. And somehow they're getting away with that. And these gambling companies are paying them off to, um, to stream their gambling games. And sell that to children, I guess. Because, you know, that, that's, how, um, that's how influencers do, you know? That's what influencers do. So these, um, these big gambling streamers now. Um, one of them got exposed, their DMs got exposed, where they were, um, they were striking a deal with one of the gambling companies over Discord, saying, everything incriminating happens on Discord, let me just say that. So they're, they're, um, talking about, like, I'll give you this much money if you, if you stream our gambling game, like, and so they're, they're rigging it, they're giving him money, they're, they're paying him to play, and then they're rigging it so that he wins. And make, making it look like this is something that, that you can definitely win off of. And then all these normal people that aren't streamers getting paid by the company are going to go play and lose all their money. That's, that's just how it goes. And then, funny thing is, gambling company now takes that money from all the customers and continues to pay the streamer with the money that the customers lost that they were tr- tricked into losing by the streamer. You see how this works? It's fucked up. It's really fucked up. And it needs to, it needs to be stopped. Like there was fucking Twitch streamers like farting and sucking microphones or whatever the fuck. Things just like went to a weird place. Um, now, now it's gambling. I don't know why people are pushing the envelope like this all the time. Like it, it's damaging. It's damaging society. Guys, you're damaging society. Don't do it. So, you know, like influencers are kind of a problem in this world. James Charles is back from cancellation. I don't know why he decided to come back after being a um, proven predator, but he's back. Yeah. He made a video called An Open Conversation, except the video is just him talking alone to the camera. So it really wasn't a fucking open conversation, James. What the fuck? But he wouldn't actually have an open conversation about those allegations and the evidence because. He knows he's in the wrong and knows people would be publicly calling him out left and right. And the dude's gonna try and act like this shit never happened, but I don't think regular people who aren't his fans will allow him to forget. 
So good luck with the rebranding, James, really. Hi sisters, so today I'm going to teach you how to fit into your orange jumpsuit nice and tight so you don't get butt fucked in the shower. These influencers need to go to jail. They, they literally think they can do anything in the world and not be held accountable for it. Like David Dobrik is, is back vlogging on YouTube. James Charles is back. Bill Cosby is free. I mean, he's not an influencer, but I just had to add that. This is looking less like a white boy summer and more like a rapey dude summer. At least Drake Bell is going away, most likely. I don't have to see that asshole in clubhouse rooms anymore unless they have his phone in jail. Speaking of clubhouse, holy shit, guys. The, um, the OCD support group is now at over 600 members. Still the biggest OCD community on the app. And it's awesome to have people to, people coming to these groups and talking about their feelings. I'll leave a link in the Twitter for the, for the next one if anyone who listens to this show wants to join and be a part of the OCD support group. Um, you are welcome to. You are completely welcome to. Oh no, like imagine Drake Bell joining the group. I have obsessive compulsions about children. And it's like, Drake, no, no one cares. Get out of here. You, 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 need to, you need to find a different support group, Drake Bell. Get out. It's going to take some time to go fuck yourself, Drake Bell. Go find a way to fuck yourself, Drake Bell. You stupid asshole. Yo, I saw Tiny Me Gang talked about Corey in the house. That was fucking funny. I was like, oh shit, I didn't think you guys, like, I didn't think that would be on your radar. That's, that's awesome. I, I didn't think Noel knew what Corey in the house was, if I'm being real. And, I, and if he did, I thought he would, like, pretend not to know. Because it's, like, fucking corny or something. I don't know. But, yeah, Corey in the house got in trouble, too, for, for pedo shit. So that was confirmed. Confirmed. Child actors, man. Child actors and influencers. But, um... What, what, what else do I have to say today? Let's do some housekeeping, some house cleaning, or whatever. I don't, I don't know, I get mixed up. So I've been getting a lot of requests. I don't want to... Not like a lot, but I've been getting like, they've kind of piled up. I haven't been responding to people and I'm sorry. Um, I've been getting a good amount of requests of people wanting to come onto the podcast, whether it be like they talk about, you know, the current events or politics or talk about, um, you know, what their, their projects are, um, or their music or something. Um, and I'm thinking like, guys, we, we aren't, we aren't that great. Like we're not that great of a show. I'm not a good interviewer. Like I, I don't. But, but, like, like, are you sure you you don't have me mixed up with some someone else? But yeah, some some verified Instagram people were DMing asking about coming on the podcast, and I'm like, whoa, like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Like that that that's fine. That that's that's completely fine. And also I have a lot of friends that want to come on, a lot of people in the music world that I know and from like the Loom community and everywhere else, um, Twitter people, uh, Twitter comedians, 
Uh, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get more people on here. We I want this to be fun. I want this to be more fun. Um, so that that would be really cool. Um, any any guest can come on this show as long as you aren't my high school age conservative transphobic racist cousin trying to come on here in an attempt to dunk on a college educated twenty five year old man who has a much better understanding of society and the demographics that represent our American society. I still get so frustrated on that. Like, dude, this is not the show for you. Go on that fuckface Dan Bongino show instead. He loves to pander to the conservative hate speech audience. It also includes high schoolers who don't know what's up from down. Anyways, yeah, I'm going to be having some more people on the show. Now that we have the capabilities, I have, you know, I have a couple friends who want to come on. But like I said, I got them, musicians, politics people, um, other podcasters. Um, maybe we can roast Ted Cruz with someone. If I can figure the screen share out. When we, when we had James on the show last year, may, may he rest in peace. We tried to watch a video clip together, but the audio wouldn't play from his side. So, so we couldn't, we couldn't like share it. Um, we had to give up on watching the video, but hopefully we can figure that stuff out. That's the issue with working completely alone on this podcast. I, I don't have any, um, I don't have any help with technical issues. Like Cody and Noel don't have this problem. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're playing clips from their phones into the microphone when they first started out. So I guess we all come from modest beginnings when it comes to figuring out how to podcast. I don't know. But, um, we should probably talk about the Olympics before we do anything else. Um, they're coming up this month, very, very soon. The, um, issue, the issue is in Japan, where the games are, uh, are happening, there is a resurgence of the coronavirus and only 15% of the Japanese population has been vaccinated. And due to population density, the spread is more difficult to contain. And more people are about to, uh, come into the country from all over the world, athletes from everywhere. And they're all going to be fucking each other. I know, they're not. They're, they're giving out condoms in the Olympic Village, but telling the athletes you can't use them. But that just means athletes won't be using condoms. They're just going to be fucking each other without them, unprotected. So, so now what? They're going to be spreading COVID and STDs? Because, you know, you can't, you can't stop beautiful people with bodies at peak performance levels and the, their prime from fucking each other. During high-stakes competitions. Anyways, the rules, I guess, are like no fucking and no crowds or audiences of any kind. Only athletes and staff and coaches. That's to prevent the spread from getting any worse during the COVID surge. And damn, dude, I hear, uh, I hear people all the time saying, Come on, guys, COVID is over. What are you talking about? But, but not for a good portion of the world. It's not. I know I've said it as an ignorant, sarcastic, like, white girl joke, but COVID isn't over yet. It's not, it's not over here, it's not over there, it's not over on a train, on a plane, on a boat. I will not, could not, Sam, I am, COVID is not over yet until the majority of people in the world are vaccinated and immune from the virus. I had a dream last night where I woke up and had COVID. It was just annoying. It was just miserable. <laughs> couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't smoke or drink. It was a... It's a fucking nightmare, dude. So don't do anything stupid. Even if you feel like or, or want COVID to be over, 
Because, like, I don't know anything about the Delta variant. I really don't. Um, and, and, you know, think about all the people who this isn't over for yet. You know, I know a lot of people in the OCD support group who are, who live in India. And they're going through it, man. So, like, when they hear people say COVID is over, it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it sure as hell isn't. They all, like, like, everyone is dying there. Like, this is why vaccines are so important. And I know I say this all the time, but that's the reality of things if we want to go back to the way things were. If we didn't have the flu shot, think of all the people who would probably be dead from the regular flu. Like, it's insane that people don't see the significance here. That goes with any infectious disease and preventing it. That doesn't mean science is a religion. And the same people who complain about science being a religion believe in religion, believe in an invisible dude in the sky who smites people, even when they're being a loyal follower, just to see if they'll stay loyal to them after all the metaphysical abuse they've endured from that person, from that dude in the sky. And I am indeed talking about the story of Job from the Bible. I know my Bible shit just because I don't believe it doesn't mean I haven't tried it on for size. In a Korean church. The story of Job, for those of you who don't know and hate religion, it's about this dude named Job, J-O-B. He has a family, great family, a nice farm, life is pretty good. He's a, a man of God, prays every day, he's very loyal to God. So God is like, I want to see how loyal this simp, this fucking simp is. I want to see how much I can ruin his life and see if he, he's still a sucker for me. I guarantee you he'll still love me afterwards, this fucking pussy. <laughs> so, so he kills all of Job's animals, I don't know, with like a storm or disease or something. His wife dies, his kids all die. He, his house gets destroyed. Um, so he doesn't even have a home. He lost his family. Then God, like to top it off, puts like these boils and blemishes all over his face as if it wasn't already bad enough. So keep in mind, like, keep in mind, no proactive or clean and clear back then. They didn't have science. Also, Job has been loyal to God this entire time. Job hasn't done anything to, to wrong God. So why is he being punished? That is abuse. That is textbook abuse. So like, so they had this dude who, like, metaphysically punks you that you still had to be blindly loyal to, even if he makes your life terrible. So, like, Job never gives up on God the whole time. And he always stays a loyal follower, follower even after losing everything and suffering all this shit. Like, so the le- what is the lesson supposed to be there? Um, if you ask white Catholics, they'll tell you that it means you have to stay loyal and simp to God no matter what. Even if he completely intentionally fucks your life up even if you haven't done anything wrong that's not at all what i think the lesson is if i'm being real what the lesson looks like to me is god is a manipulative abusive asshole who will destroy everything you know and love just to see how much he can fuck with you so why would you blindly follow some dude like that some some dude like i don't like if you ask me the lesson of the story is like don't trust some random dude just because he says he holds power over your life or just because he does hold power over your life. He could just be an abusive dude, abusing his power. Fucked up. But you know, you know it isn't blind faith. Science. 
Science has evidence to back it up. The church has zero evidence to back it up. They're literally just a front for molesting kids, similar to the Boy Scouts who, by the way, are going to be bankrupt soon from all the lawsuits against them for being pedophiles. Science science has statistics, facts, proof, actual results that you can see and feel and experience for yourself. Church is some imaginary shit that people pretend is real as a way of self-help and forgetting about how terrible of people they are. If you believe in God with undying blind faith, then how are you so against vaccines, which have a thousand percent more evidence of working than your blind faith in religion does? It's completely ass-backwards. Fix your brains, people. Your wiring is off. Science isn't a religion, if there's evidence and real tangible results to back it. Speaking of religious nuts, we have a personal favorite religious senator who likes to appear on television at least twice a week to show his weird, weird, super weird, slimy, fuzzy-looking face. I'm talking, of course, about Senator Ted Cruz. Wow, people love Ted Cruz here. I did not realize. I love that sound effect. Wendy Williams' fart. Isn't that perfect? Like, that is a... You know what that sounds like? It's like a, um... You know when you let the air out of a balloon? So, like, you blow up a balloon, and before you, like, tie it up, you just... You just slightly unpinch it, and the air comes out, like... The air comes out like, uh, like that's what it, that's, so she's got a rubbery, rubbery anus. Ew, ew, why would you say that? Oh, I saw like this video where someone was like, that is a loose butthole. (laughs) I was like, ew, ew, Wendy Williams is so gross. Anyways, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Let's hear what he has to say about Wendy Williams' fart. You know, I actually, I actually was there for that taping. I, I'm her, um, I'm her official chair sniffer. I sniff her chair after she leaves. My favorite pastime. I do it all the time. It's my job, you know. It's my side job, my side gig. This gig economy is great. You, you, I don't know why people are complaining. You know, the benefits are great. The benefits are I get to sniff Wendy Williams' farts. in Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz right now. He joins us. Uh, Senator, oh, you is. tweeted, as we pointed out a moment ago, you'll be curious to see whether President Biden now takes out the mask as a result of this latest CDC guidance. Yeah, he will. What are you he thinking about did. the fact now that fully vaccinated people can go maskless in many, many situations? I say I've been going maskless my whole life. I don't know why, because I should be ashamed of this face. Well, my reaction to the CDC's announcement is it's about damn time that we should be following the science and not playing politics. And and from the beginning of COVID, there's been far too much politics connected to it. Look, when it comes... Listen, I agree. I agree that things have become like science and facts and whether or not you should wear a mask to protect yourself and other people 
have become political talking points that have polarized Americans. I am not going to act like that is not true. I'm not going to act like that isn't a problem. But he's going to twist this in a way where he is right, where his side is saying masks don't work. When that's not the case. Oh, trust the facts and the science that masks don't work, even though masks do work. And we're just, I'm just, I'm just mad that we had to follow all these rules. Like masks only became political because the, the conservatives didn't want to put them on because they turned, they literally turned science into a liberal conspiracy. You know that shirt that says that? You can buy this shirt online. Um, Ashley has one. It says, science is not a liberal conspiracy. Dude, that is true. It is not a liberal conspiracy. That's what Ted Cruz and all these people think. And so they, so they literally, they fight science. They fight science. Why are you fighting science, dude? You know better? You went to Harvard Law, not Harvard Science, dude. Let, let, the, let the people who know what they're doing. You want the scientists to start practicing law? Would that look good for you? No. They wouldn't know what they're doing. They wouldn't know their fucking, I don't know, law terms. I don't. They wouldn't know their, their bailiff from their, I don't know. It's a mask. I've never understood the extreme on either side. I've never been one of those people who said never wear a mask. I would wear a mask on an airplane when I went to a grocery store, particularly when the pandemic. I wore a mask in that picture of me on that airplane on the way to Cancun. You can see it on Google Images if you search Ted Cruz glasses airplane Cancun. You'll see me trying to disguise myself. That is the only reason I was wearing a mask that day because I did not want people to know I was leaving our great cold frozen over state of Texas where people were becoming little icicles. Pandemic was raging, but once I got my vaccine, once other people were getting vaccinated, I stopped wearing masks. And, and, and I got to say, I think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been playing politics with COVID-19 and, and, and they've been playing. You know, like, is he going to say COVID is over? Is he going to say COVID is over? Like, Sorry, that's my omeprazole. This was from May 14th. We never saw this. So it's like, back then he was saying COVID is over. Meanwhile, it's still here. We're in July. We still got problems, Ted. He hasn't been going on Fox News as much. What's the deal? It went on like a week ago, but that was it. I I had to take some time out from Fox News because I I kept getting made fun of by this weird Asian kid. I don't know where he's where he gets off. I really do not know where he gets off. Calling me the no testicle wonder. They're offensive. Personal attacks. They're just absolutely horrendous. My wife, she thinks they're hilarious. Honestly, she thinks they're pretty hilarious. And she agrees. And she she messaged Alex Mador asking to uh to to uh to slam on his knob and I got very upset. I got very upset. Because I thought she was only committed to the pool boy Emilio. 
I know it was Eduardo last time, but Eduardo's, you know, he went on vacation, so she had to, she had to replace him with, with Eduardo's cousin Emilio. <laughs> My voice just cracked up. Emilio! <laughs> Cause I got, I got cheated on with, by, by, um, my ex was with a guy named Emilio. I got cucked by an Emilio. An, an Emilio. <laughs> Go rewind that. Rewind to that voice crack. You will fucking, you will fucking die like I am right now. An Emilio. <laughs> Is there a sad, um, do I have a sad fucking, uh, Soundboard sound. Uh huh. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Um. Oh, here we go. In a video, oh, yeah. Ow. Uh, oh, I. I don't think you have any idea how fast I really am. I'm fast as fuck, boy. What the fuck you say to me, you little shit? How are you? How are you not in fucking school? You kiss your mother with that mouth. It's called you. Ki it's called you kiss your mother with that fucking mouth. Huh? Huh? Because the fucking youth of society. You shut up when I'm talking to you. You shut your mouth. <laughs> That's a ninja. Um. All right. Let me just open up this video real quick. Oh. Oh fuck. I'm kidding, that was the soundboard, see? Bruh. Okay. But imagine if I just like, I was like, alright, let me, let me just open up this tab real quick. Let me, let me see what's in here. You ever see that video of the, um, this kid gets suspended in high school, so he's in the high school band, and he play, and like, he plays the Pornhub theme on his drums, he's, he like, <laughs> And I guess, you know, one of the teachers gave themselves away, obviously. Like, you can't play that. That is the Pornhub theme song. And everyone's like, how do you know that, Mr. Rogers? He's like, oh, uh, um, uh, uh. Bruh. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. I just love this, um, this fucking soundboard so much. I missed it. I, I haven't been using it lately. Playing politics by keeping Playing schools politics. shut down. The science is absolutely clear. Kids should be. We're literally only a minute into this um, into this video, and we've been like on it for ten minutes. In school, in person today, the science is unequivocal on that. But they also were playing politics on masks, that it never made any sense once you were vaccinated to wear a mask. And, and unfortunately, Biden. Yeah, but not enough people are getting vaccinated for everyone to not have to wear a mask. That's the thing. Yeah, people who are vaccinated shouldn't have to wear masks. We've updated. Those rules have been updated now. People who are vaccinated, not wearing masks. Unless a store says you have to. Then that's different. But there are still plenty of people in this country that are not vaccinated, are refusing to get vaccinated, will not get vaccinated. And what, what do we do about them? What do we do about them? Do we just let them die out? They're all going to just die out from COVID? Spread it to other people too like i mean i guess if we're if all the people who are vaccinated stay getting vaccinated and stay immune then um and i guess and i guess all the stupid people die out 
So maybe it takes care of itself, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just pontificating about the greater things in life. And Harris and the administration kept saying, wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. Wear Even mask. if you're vaccinated, that discouraged a lot of people from getting the vaccine. So I think the message people ought to hear is get the vaccine, stop the spread of the disease. It ought to be voluntary, but you should be encouraged to get the vaccine. And one of the great virtues, when you get the vaccine, you can take the damn mask off <laughs> and, and return to, 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 to regular life. Well, well, you have to wait two weeks then. You have to wait two weeks after the second dose. So you go, you get the first dose, then two weeks go by, you go get the second dose, and then um, then two weeks go by after that, then you can take off the mask. But no, you still have to wear the mask when you, when you, after you get the vaccine for, for like, for two weeks. Is that, is it that hard? I had to do that. I had to do that. It wasn't that bad. And then, and then after that, after that, I went outside. I was like, like, freedom. As free as the wind blows, like I could, I could feel the air on my face. It was, it was beautiful. It was such a great feeling. Now I do that all the time here. Like I'm in, this is like, like, cause like parts of this state are kind of like conservative, and they, well, we don't wear no masks, and you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I stopped caring about the mask thing. We're, we're in July at this point. We're in July of 2021. This has been going on for too long. I am. Um, I'm vaccinated, and and so, so Ted isn't wrong. He's complaining a lot, and he's making it about Biden and Harris specifically. And it's like, listen, we're all just trying to get to a place where things are safe and things can open safely, and the minimal amount of people are dying. We want to get this shit under control, and yeah, we definitely have it more under control than we did even, like, three months ago. I think. I hope. Um, but we still have to worry about the people that refuse to, to be immunized. The people that listen to Joe Rogan. Those types of uh, fools. You know, like, do, do we care about them or do we just give up and let whatever happens to them happen? I really don't know. That should encourage millions more people to choose to get the vaccine. We're thankful those masks helped us when we needed them. We're also very many of us are going to be uh, thankful for the day we can put them down, which seems to be today. Senator, uh, just two hours ago, it struck me a, a tweet that you put out. For yeah, I didn't realize how happy conservatives would be that like, we don't have to wear masks. Yeah, but you have to be vaccinated to take off. Remember. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> They got us again. Four months into the Biden presidency, and we already have, and you checked off a border crisis, a gas crisis, a war in the Middle East, and we're on the verge oh, we of go. an inflation crisis. How would you characterize the politics of this moment? Well, look, the first four months of the Biden administration have been the most radical of any administration in history. And, and unfortunately, Joe Biden has decided to hand over the... These have been the most radical four months of my life. You hear me, America? The most radical four years of my... Four weeks of my... Four months of my... I don't even know what time it is. I've been on Molly for like... For like five months. Ever since the insurrection, I, I just... I just went full party pill. 
I just went, I went to my boy, my boy Eduardo, who, who was fucking my wife, and he had the dude, the hookup with the party pills, and I've just been going club to club, me old, good old Raphael, Teddy Cruz, sweating all over the dance floor, you know me, busting it, you know, busting it, throwing it back, like a real one, or whatever the saying is, you know. <laughs> The agenda to the extreme left in Because, you know, like my boy Future says, mask off. Fuck it. Mask off. And I'm Ted Cruz and I approve that message. See, I, I am a fan of the black community. You, you don't have to, you don't have to tell me that I'm not. Party. So the people driving the substance are Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and AOC. And we're seeing $6 trillion in new spending proposed. We're seeing trillions in new taxes proposed. We're seeing the border absolute chaos, the worst it's been in 20 years. And it's getting worse and worse and worse because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris won't enforce the law. And, and, and we're seeing domestically a crisis we're seeing economically a crisis the inflation that is coming when you spend six trillion dollars we don't have and you print the money you create inflation and then abroad in just a few months biden's managed to undermine our friends and allies to undermine israel to send hundreds of millions of dollars to the palestinian authorities and and hamas and to promise the ayatollah khamenei billions of dollars and what's the reward for he just like repeats the same shit whenever he goes on to you blossoming this flowering of peace it produced the abraham accords you know i this is this is months before um i mean yeah this is two months ago so he biden hadn't talked about uh pulling the troops out of afghanistan yet um so you know i think that that was a major talking point on the right side was oh joe biden's gonna get us involved in all these wars He's going to get us in. He's a warmonger. We see the, the Republicans have always been the ones about peace. Jenny, Jenny, we're, we're the ones about peace. Even though we, we want, we want to legally enslave people. Jenny. I'm sorry. That's mean. Is it though? Is it? What they sound like to me. Um. What was I saying? Yeah, Joe Biden's ending wars, I think. And yeah, you know, every every foreign policy decision he makes is not going to be something that I like. Um, but I am not going to pretend like I know what the right decision is. I am no expert in that. I, I'm not. I'm not. I know. I know things about American society. I don't know about other societies. I'm ignorant to those things. I will say that. Spoke with the foreign ministers and ambassadors of Bahrain and UAE when the Abraham Accords were, were signed. And both said to me almost exactly the same thing. They said, listen, it is clear that America stands unequivocally with Israel. We want to be friends with America, so therefore, we will be friends with Israel. And that's exactly what I had urged the Trump administration, that if we're clear, if there's no ambiguity, it will make it obvious to our friends and our enemies where we stand. When Joe Biden came in, his radical politics screwed all of that up. They've been un- When Joe Biden came in with his radical politics, you know, he came in on that, that skateboard, that radical skateboard started doing kick flips and ollies and, and, and heel flips and, 
and McTwists and all that kind of stuff. I got I got very insecure about myself because I was like, wow, look at this 80-year-old man out here doing showing me up, tearing up the skate park. I, I thought I was the cool one. Big boy Teddy, they call me, because I'm the oldest guy at the skate park. At least I was until until that day when Joe Biden pulled up with his radical politics and started showing up the whole skate park and everyone everyone voted for him to be the new old guy of the skate park and now I'm mad. Now I'm mad because I wanted to be the cool guy. I wanted to show Eduardo and Emilio that I could, I can also impress my wife. Undermining Israel. One of the things they did, so there's legislation I helped pass called the Taylor Force Act. The Taylor Force Act is named after a Texan, Taylor Force, who was a U.S. military veteran. He was killed by terrorists in Israel. And Hamas sends money every year to the families of the terrorists who murder Americans and murder Israelis. The Taylor Force Act says we won't send taxpayer money to any government, any organization that pays terrorists to murder Americans or murder our allies. Well, Joe Biden decided to ignore that law, to violate that law, and so he has resumed sending over $100 million to the Palestinian Authority and to Hamas. That Is it through that Venmo account that all those blue wave emoji Democrats talk about on Twitter? Joe Biden has a Venmo account where he, where he, sends, he sends money to his grandchildren. Isn't that beautiful? And then Ted Cruz like, does he use that Venmo account to send millions of dollars over to Hamas and the terrorists? <laughs> because that's what he's doing. That lesson is not lost on any of the terrorists. And right now they're raining rockets down on Israel with impunity because they don't believe. Joe Biden is Venmoing missiles over to the terrorists to use on Israel. <laughs> Somebody needs to cancel Joe Biden's Venmo account before he butt dials, butt sends more money by accident to, to the wrong people. Joe Biden or Kamala Harris will, will, will do a single thing about it. Senator, I wonder what your message is to those members of Congress that are criticizing uh, the Biden administration, including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, criticizing the president for standing with Israel and also Rashida Tlaib, another member of the so-called squad, claiming Israel's... I say they're a bunch of bitches and I don't trust them. ...promoting racism and dehumanization <laughs> under apartheid system. Imagine he said that. I say they, they ain't shit. <laughs> I say they can cash me outside is what I say to them. Because, you know, I've been picking up the lingo. I've been listening to some hippity-hoppity here and there, you know. I've been learning, learning a thing or two about the streets. So I'm, I will say to AOC and whoever else you just said, cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? So... That is, that is what I have to say to AOC and all those other people that you were mentioning. But, you know, I, I am, uh, I have no testicles is what it comes down to. I have none, no balls, none at all. That's just what, what I, what I have to say about that. And, you know, there, there's nothing, nothing else to say about that situation. So I, I'm sorry. For my lack of testicles. Uh, you know, that, that is just who I am. Alright, I'm done. I'm sorry. Well, let's, 
let's be done with this video. Um, let me look up uh, something that I was. Okay. So I want to do um because we we've done Karens. Karen compilations and roasting Karens and looking at different examples of Karens in the past year. Um, but, you know, I'm starting to think I'm not I'm not going to retire that completely because the war on Karens has not yet been won. Of course, we still have some more to go. But there's other stuff out in the world that's pretty crazy to watch, pretty crazy to make fun of and listen to. You know, people freak out in public all the time. Um, you know, I thought that one that we could do, uh, one that would be kind of funny would be, um, crazy exes caught on camera. Um, just different, different examples of those. Cause we've seen people cheating. We've seen people freaking out in public and, and now we, crazy exes. Cause we all have those. We, we've all, we've all been there. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't show what I was about to show. That would be kind of mean. I just had, I just had a change of heart. <sighs> would be so good, but it's taking so long for the file to upload on the cloud here so I can listen to it on the browser. Um, so <laughs> I dated this girl that like cheated on me and stuff and she like was taking advantage of my niceness to make me like buy her things and do her favors all the time and she would like make fun of me behind my back to her friends how she could get me to do anything and would like talk about cheating on me all the time and you know I I did I did um you know I did a lot of nice things for that lady and then I ended up breaking up with her because like she she yelled at me for like talking to another girl and sending an emoji of, like, the tongue sticking out face because I didn't want to do the homework we had in class because <laughs> she's my lab partner. <laughs> so so she flipped a shit at me, and, and, I, and I ended it. And she went crazy, sent me, like, 100 emails because I blocked her on everything. And then, then um, she sent me this video of herself crying, and, and I was going to play it. I was going to play it here. On pod. But I can't. Because it's formatting. And it won't let me play it. And you know what? That's probably for the best. Because we don't, we're not cyber bullies. Here at the Short News. As much as we, we make fun of Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a public figure. This person is not a public figure. I don't think. I hope not. Um... <clears throat> A Trump supporter. I dated a Trump supporter, okay? This was a long time ago. This was before Trump was even, um, you know, president, even close to president, Obama era. And uh, so I was still, you know, like, I was, I was a, I thought I was a Republican, at least until, like, 2015 and, like, the spring. And then that's when I, I realized I wasn't the whole time. It was just like a Republican in name only, a rhino. So then I was like, all right, I might as well switch. Well, my parents are going to ground me for, for not being like them. Oh, they hated it. They hated it. It, it made them so mad, but, but whatever. I'm not going to be some conservative shithole. No, that ain't me. 
Anyways, so don't date Trump supporters. Just don't. Alright, so crazy exes. Here she is after she ran into my car again. Uh oh. For the umpteenth time. What the hell? You know, she did that the last time. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus. What is she? She's gonna run, run him over? What the fuck? Yeah. She just tried to run me over. That was her. This lady's nuts. What the this fuck? This is uh, where she was beating me with a like, piece of iron or something. Oh, what? Bro. Oh, shit. Oh my god. She ran him over. She ran me over with her car. Crazy bitch. No. Go get your stuff. I'm not going over to- You're gonna go with me? Oh, she's kidnapping him now? Your mom's house. I'm not going to your mom's house. No, honey. No, I'm not taking you- This isn't crazy exes, this is abusive exes. What the Camping. fuck? Camping. You just tried to murder me. You wanted to break up. I thought that you wanted to I kill yourself. I thought that you wanted to kill me. I thought that you. What the fuck? What a psycho. Oh, it's this one. I'm scared. It's like a setup to a horror movie. You already have. Yeah, you already have. Amanda, I just told you that I thought what you said was rude. Being a bitch. No, you didn't. Then you just sat there. Oh, oh, but men, but men are the abusive ones, right? Men are always the abusive one. Men are always the aggressors. Can we just, can we just take a second to appreciate? The, um, the egg. The egg on all of you Twitter hammer and sickle women sex worker Twitter accounts that complain about men all day. Can, can we, can we just, can you wipe the egg off of your face? Wipe it off. Wipe it off. You got, you got a lot of egg on your face. 
okay? We're going to watch a bunch of situations where the woman is indeed the aggressor. So, what's the deal? What's the deal with women generalizing every man? Some of us are pretty effeminate and can't fight back. Like me. Like, Ashley would kick my ass. Honestly, like, Ashley would kick my ass. I, I, I would not, like, there are times where I say something, she's like, what did you say? I'm like, Jesus. Call the police. I mean, get this video first, and then call the police. What is she even, like, doing? Uh-oh, where'd she go? Where'd she go? She disappeared. I'm so scared. Uh -oh. You done being a bitch? Oh, no. Amanda, the only bitch in here Are you is done? You. Oh, you. no. Are you no, what don't you say that. Again. Mm -hmm. It's going to get worse. Oh, my God. And this shit too funny to me. What? <laughs> boy, shit crazy, boy. <laughs> Is she like blocking his car from. Hey, boy, a lot of hell for the come, boy. That, that van fucked up? That van fucked up? Oh, oh. shit, she's trying to hit his head. See what I mean? See what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Men, men are the ones that are literally two examples, two examples of women running over their man with a car. Running over their man with a car. Do dudes do that? You hear about dudes running down women with cars? I don't. Maybe it happens. Change my mind. Steven Crowder, no, 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 it def of course it happens, but you can't act like women don't do that. If men do it more, then so be it. But to say women are completely innocent in this is bullshit. I just watched two ladies aggressively mow, mow down their significant other with a car and threaten them. You're going to tell me that they're, that they're not, like, they're not a threat? <laughs> You're gonna tell me it's only men? Oh shit. And <laughs> hey, this bitch crazy. That's your YouTube shit. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is laughing so hard. Oh shit. Oh my god. <laughs> it's me. Like, I'm me. That's me when I'm like stoned as my. Oh shit. This dude is getting fucking. Oh man. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, 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 she ran oh, over his car. 
Oh, shit. I got that shit on camera, bro. What a <laughs> nut job. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hold up, man. That was crazy. Yeah, so that shit, I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. She left. Damn. Oh, shit. She coming back. Oh, no, she's coming back. She's coming back. Damn. Oh, no, I need to get out of the way. I'm getting out of the way. Oh, fuck, bro. No. This bitch is wrecked. Oh, no. She's coming back. She done fucked her car up. Oh. That's a hit and run, bitch. There is exhibit three of a woman trying to run their significant other, a man, over with their car. All right, finally, finally, women, here you go, here you go. Here's an example of a man being abusive. We're back, we're back in business, we're back in business. Men are, men are evil. Here you go, here you go. What you mean? Keon, you out the blue want to be with the shit, and you keep threatening to kill everybody. 
talking about kill everybody. What? Okay, so why are you trying to kill you threatened but okay, but you're so why are you threatening people? Okay, but motherfuckers, the people you trying to threaten ain't got shit to do with you, bro. It's everybody got something to do with something, nigga. I'm texting, I'm texting everybody, bro. I'm giving one hundred, bro. You're miserable. You're mad for what? I, don't. I got my own rules. I got my own rules. Like I said, if I go down, I'm going down for 20 bodies. And best I'm going down for like 20 bodies. Okay, but you the one who broke up with me, so why you just can't leave me alone? <laughs> You're the one who broke up with me. Oh my god. Well, now we got we got even more context. That's That makes this hilarious. See, so here's the thing. I'm going to generalize a little bit. So, like, I think, so females are very passionate about the breakup. Like, and they, like, hate the dude. I remember how my mom was. She would do anything to fuck my dad over when they got divorced. And then men, like, if they're salty about the relationship in some irrational way, like, if they get dumped, then usually it's some petty, we see some petty shit. Um, I don't know. What, what am I saying? Like, I know dudes are foolish. This is foolish. And, like, irrational. And if he dumped her, then what the fuck is the problem? He's, like, way too in his feelings or something. He's got issues. People have issues. Is what I'm, is what I'm coming to the conclusion of. Just everybody has issues. Man, woman, whatever. Like, you're, you have it. We have issues. But, like, you can't, you can't threaten to kill somebody after you broke up with them. What the hell? But you fucking on a whole ass bitch. I'm like, that's the thing. I, I'm really not on friends. I'm not fucking on nobody, bro. Okay, so now you want to kill me because you ain't fucking nobody? Oh, you feel me? Uh, it ain't, it, you feel me? I'm, I'm just saying, though, you feel me? But I, I got to get you, bro. Don't have a dissy. Yeah, that's kind of, that's like mad creepy. Yo, I'm going to get you. Like, what? You're going to get her? Why? Why are you saying that on, like, you realize the NSA listens to, like, all phone calls, and, like, every phone, like, AT&T has all your phone records and, and all that stuff, and she's literally recording you saying these things to her, like, you didn't realize you were taking a risk and threatening somebody over the phone? Not something you do, because obviously it's on record. It's just been on record since the Mafia. No, okay, so all I'm saying is if you take. I'm not pleading for nothing. You, you're threatening it every. You. Okay, all I'm saying is you threatening everybody I love like you're not gonna get touched if something happened. Damn. So he, th okay, yeah, that's crazy. See, so psycho, psycho ex-girlfriends, my experience, are, are abusive and scary. Psycho ex-boyfriends, from the examples I've seen, from, like, horror stories I've heard from women, psycho ex-boyfriends are, like, 
or Donald Glover has a great has a great um I should have I should have remembered this before I generalized. Um Psycho X boyfriends you don't hear horror stories from girls about them often because those women are dead. Um so you know that that's it's the case there. Um because this dude is literally like, I'm gonna kill you and your family. Like, what the fuck? Alright. So, like, so at least that the, those other women were just running over their one boyfriend. They weren't going to kill his whole family. Who are you? This kill- dude's trying to put a hit on everyone. Wait, let me know. Like you speaking on Rob and shit, like he ain't did shit to you. It don't matter. You really emotional. So why you can't just leave me alone and go move about your life? Huh? Why you can't? Why you can't just move on with your life? Oh, yep, you're gonna kill me on the phone, yep, uh huh. Hey, what you, what you, what you going on? I'm not talking, I'm not talking to you. I'm gonna smack Rob, bro, for sure. I'm gonna smack your first love, I'm gonna make you cry. you gonna smack my first love, wow, okay. You gonna make me cry? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with this dude? That's some stalker behavior. Uploading now. Jesus. My mom will talk to your mom about it. Because I need answers. As custodial parent, I'm supposed to know exactly what what. Kim, can I leave now? Can you please tell me where you cut my children's hair? I cut, you had I no gave, authority. I gave my kids a haircut. You had no authority. Did you count? Did you have my kids behind us? Did you consult with me? Kim, let me peel off. Did you consult with me? Can I leave now? Let's be a man for one. Can I She's using her kids to block his way of backing out from the parking lot. So I guess they're divorced or they're split up. And he took he took their shared kids to go get a haircut. And she's making it into this big issue. Consult with me. Ma, can you get the police? Because he ain't taking my photo because... He won't tell me exactly what happened. He has no right to do that. No right to take his own kids for a haircut? Are you stupid? 
guidance counselor looking ass bitch. So your mom gonna get the police? I don't know. I'm asking you a question. Where did you do this? Earl, they don't Damn, you are really making the kids nervous. Earl, I know my own children ever since. Okay? Ever since what? I know my children. Ever since ever what? Since you abandoned them. I, I abandoned know them, okay? Oh, I thought I loved you. No, I'm recording it too, just to make sure that we're even, Stephen. Okay, yeah, I don't so care that's about no that. problem. Oh, oh, oh! Don't scratch the car. Oh no, scratch the car. Go ahead, do whatever you want to do. Come on, let me hold the train. No, that's their train. I got the train until. Okay, hold it. No, you hold on to that train. Don't let him take that away from you. Nope. Don't let him put the, the train on the car, please. Then Kim. you need to tell me exactly what happened. Oh, see. Oh, you dumb bitch. Oh, I hate this lady. You got the boys crying. Literally a haircut. You're putting your your two children in danger. By using them as a human shield so this dude doesn't, like, back out and leave. You are selfish, you are insane, and you are too caught up in your feelings. Are you? Well, you took his don't, don't scratch the car. I didn't take it. Don't scratch Answer the car. question. Get daddy kiss. Get daddy Answer kiss. the question. Can I pick him up, Kim? Put him down. Can I pick the You're kid over up? the time. Let me You're pick the over kid. the time. So I can't pick the kids Let up? Let go. Would you tell me where you did? So I can't pick the kids Can you up? you tell me what you did? They got a haircut, Kim. Where? Where, Earl? You put a shaver to their head. How dare you do that? What? How you dare you do that? You mean, like, they literally went to get a haircut. What the fuck is the problem? She's acting like he, like, actually, like, hurt them. You're allowed to go take your kids to get a haircut. This lady's crazier than my mom after the divorce. What the fuck? And your mom is going to get the police, huh? Kim, would you please have them would get the train off the car? The I'm going to take the train from them. Okay, take them and then they'll be bawling and it's all you. That's it. They can't have the train on the car. Yeah, well, fuck these kids. You need to answer the now, question. Why don't you back up from they the car then? You need to answer the question. Back up from the car. They're going to remember you as an image of taking this away. Then back I up from the car, Kim. Then answer my question, please. Back up from the car. Answer my question. You shouldn't be doing this in front of the kids. Would you please? You're doing it, Earl. Who gave you the right to do that? Who gave you the right? Oh, I wish you let me leave, Kim. Who gave you the right? You were over an hour and a half late. It's literally, it's literally a haircut. It's a haircut. Kids get haircuts all the time. It's not like he took them to the skate park. Who gave you the right to shave their head? What? Don't I pay child support? And don't they my child kids too? Child support has nothing to do. You are non-custodial with visitation. You have no rights whatsoever to do anything like this without consulting with me first i don't think that's true i think i think he can take his kids for a haircut i think you're just being a karen i didn't know we would have a karen in this set of videos i know it's about to get worse Tim. you see you can't have let him scratch I'm up the car i'm sorry i need okay. to know what you i'm gonna give it back Daddy gonna give it back. You can't scratch up the car, okay? Okay? Come on. Give daddy a kiss. Give daddy a kiss. Give the car back. Let me give him a kiss, girl. Let him go. Okay, give it the car. Give it. Okay. Give, give him the train. Let me give daddy a kiss. Get the train. Here, go over here. Take him. Give me the train. You leaving now? I don't know. Where's my coat? Where's my stuff? Is it that bag that you gave me? Oh, you did give me coat, huh? Yes, I did give you coat. Oh, and I back. gave you hats and I gave you food. Okay, back up. So I can open the trunk. Go right ahead. 
Yeah, so would you? Yeah, would you? Because the battery doesn't work. Why well, you guys turn it on? Get the coats, Earl. When she back, back up. Family, they're back waiting up. for us. What do you mean? Get the coats. When she back up. You can go no! get the coats. I don't want you behind me, Kim, because... No! I don't really care about you, Earl. You know what? The, the coats are in the suitcase. No, no, no. Stop the phone. Really, the coats are in the um, suitcase. Stop the phone. It's already videotaped. Okay. No. If my picture is on the internet, don't worry. Oh, your picture's on the internet. I'm going to screenshot it and post it to Twitter, you dumb bitch. And you, you think you can do this? You see, that's why you're such a coward, girl. Say that again, Miss Woods. These are the three year olds, not you. Okay. Grow up. Okay. That's enough. That's okay. Can I have my children's coat? Sorry, I got a call there for a second. Introduce yourself. Oh, my God. God. I got to get my coat. You were respectable. I am. Okay, did you ever find my mom's obituary? Can you? Mm, you never gave it to me. But can I have my coat, please? Get the coat, please. I'm trying to change the subject. I know. Coward. Just get the coat. God, oh, they must be in that suitcase. Yeah, go wait in the car. Oh. No, no, these are my cards. No, there you go. Say another word to him. He's not even worth it. I know. But don't you ever touch my children like that again without consulting me. I am custodial. Let me get him a haircut next time. You're a cunt, is what you are. Judgment of the words. You do not touch their hair. I'm just telling you, if they need a haircut, I give it to them. If they need a haircut, I give it to them. You want me to send you the bill? You do not cut you them. Yeah, send me the bill. Earl, Earl, you should have been more conscious about them being sick with fever instead of trying to give them a haircut. Yeah. Oh, he's videotaping that. I know, so am I. I'm doing the same thing, Mom. Uh, I'm going to crack him on his face. Miss Wood, back up. Behave yourself. Back up, Miss Wood. Behave yourself. Yeah, I would beat her in front of the kids. I don't give a fuck. Behave yourself. Get out the car, y'all. Scared. What is your name, honey? The coach. What's your name? Hold on, Miss Wood. You. Ronnie. What's your mommy's name? What's your name? What's your mommy's name? What's your mommy's name? Let the car go. Y'all, y'all. Are you touching me? Get, get away from the car. Get away from the car. Are you hitting me? Blocking his way to get into his car. Leave him the alone. Car. Did you just hurt me? Get away from the car. Did you just hurt me? Get away from the car. Did you just put your hands on me? Are you hitting me? Get away from the car. Did you put your hands on me? Did you put your hands on me? Let's go. You put your hands on me? I'm going to have a physical. Go ahead. Let me go ahead. Let's go. I'm going to put a complaint against you. I'm about to walk back in the police station myself. Let's go. Uh-uh. You put your hands on me. Leaving a child in the car. So typical. You're not letting him leave. What do you mean? Leaving a child in the car. So whose kid was in the car seat? My kid or her kid? They have three car seats. In the front seat? No, I just put that in the front seat. In the front seat? Go get a license, Woods. In the front seat, Earl? Go get a life. Go yeah. get a license? Yeah, go get a life. Go get oh, I have a life. You're the one that don't have a life. You know when I was when we killed. You know you, 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 you know your husband had a, a woman out there in North Carolina, huh? You know Earl. You know Earl. I'm just. <laughs> God, or you know your husband had a woman in North Carolina, huh? I won't even answer. That. I bet you won't. I bet I you won't. Answer. 
I bet you won't. I bet you and won't. You had another girl while you were dating my daughter. I wish I did. I wouldn't have married her. I wish I did. I would have married her. And tell me what? And tell me what? Oh, shut up, you stupid fucking kids. This wouldn't be a problem if you didn't exist. I hate kids so much. Oh my god, shut up. Alright, so... I, I had another change of heart. This made me so mad. These stupid fucking people um, that I have to show you this video. So this is my ex-girlfriend after cheating on me multiple times on vacation, manipulating me, abusing me, hitting me in some cases. Um, <laughs> so I don't really feel as bad as broadcasting this. So she sent me, so I block her on everything. She, un she unblocks herself from my Instagram because she had my password, keeps like com comments and stuff, messages people from my accounts, all this crazy shit. I, so I changed my passwords, block her again on everything, and then she sends me a bunch of emails to multiple of my email addresses. And, this, and one of them was an attachment to this video where I don't know why you would send this to somebody because like, I'm just gonna use it. Like, I, I remixed it once. Like, this is fucking hilarious. I deleted your number. Never broke up with me at first. And you didn't even say anything to me. All you did was come respond. And then you got the phone. And we're done. And we talked at school. And you didn't even say anything. <laughs> So, like, am I supposed to feel bad after, like, I literally, I think I was sick for a second just because it was so gross, and then I, like, laughed, and then I sent it to all my friends. What, you're gonna cheat on me, disrespect me, and then, like, send that to me to try to make me feel guilty? No, fuck you, cunt. Fucking Trump-supporting-ass bitch. Fuck her. This is, these hoes ain't loyal, people. These hoes ain't loyal. Thou wenches are not loyal. We know that. So fuck him. You ruined my birthday, and you, 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 you. Fucking Adam Sandler sounding ass. <sighs> Fucking troll looking ass face. I'm failing all my classes. It was literally the same day that I broke up with her. It was within one day. You can't be failing all your classes. That's not possible. You're, you're, obviously exaggerating. And you're just trying to make me feel, no, you're failing your classes. I can't let you fail your classes. Let's get back together right now. No, no, fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Ha. You gonna make a bunch of vines about me after? After that? Yeah, I know about those. So this is me on my podcast here. Fucking putting you on blast. Because my mom wouldn't let me talk to you anymore. <laughs> my mom was like, Alex, don't even, just don't even entertain this anymore. Give me your phone. I will talk to her mom. Because I, I had broken up with her. But she, like, 
she was kept like going and kept going and and it, it did not stop so my mom had to email her mom be like yeah you you got to tell you got to tell your daughter to to lay off she's like harassing my son and then that's when i got this video <laughs> Oh, this is an interesting one. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at relationship advices. Um, since we're been talking about relationships a lot lately. Um, you didn't even say anything. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Listen, I was a fucking simp back then. I, I look at back at myself and I think that was fucking foolish of me to even involve myself with this person. But. Whatever. She's a fucking... She's a hoe. Whatever. Um, so, relationship advice. Girlfriend messages celebrity. Me, 28 male, and my girlfriend, 21 female, have been dating now for about 8 months. Just got back from a vacation in Cancun where we went for a family member's wedding. We had a great time until the last few days. We got into a few fights. It all started when my girl was looking through my recent followers on Insta on my phone at the dinner table during the wedding. I asked for my phone back and she came back saying, why do you always freak out when I hold your phone? I was just asking for my phone back. I wasn't really freaking out. I said, okay, so let me see your phone then. She handed, she handed my phone thinking I, she handed me her phone thinking I actually wouldn't go through her phone since I never have before. I ended up going through her DMs and seeing her reach out to a celebrity, Vinnie Hacker, three weeks ago. I got very upset and stopped looking and got up and went to the bathroom. Now I know it's a celebrity and all some people will say, but I meet famous people all the time for work and I think of them as just regular people as well. It was a pretty terrible feeling knowing that your girl is in some other dude's DMs. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who is just with me until someone with a blue check mark gives an opportunity. <clears throat> I want to be with someone who is all about me. Well, who is Vinny Hacker? I've heard that name. Vinny Hacker. Um, this dude, he looks like a, like a drugged out Timothy Chalamet. The hell? Um, all right, well, <clears throat> anyways, after that, she talked with my, f wait, so now I know this is a celebrity, but I don't, okay. Anyway, after that, she talked with my friend and came at me and accused me of cheating on her on a trip to Miami I went on. I never cheated and my friend never said anything like that at all. So now she is all upset, crying, putting her hands on me, saying I cheated, kinda to turn it around on me, I guess? Almost broke a friendship with one of my good friends of 20 years. Jesus. Anyways, we got over all that, and the next day we talked about it for a bit, and she said, let me see your phone, and then your DMs, and I said, okay, let me see yours, we can trade off, and she no longer wanted to do it. She started saying she just wanted to see if I would give it to her, and we shouldn't go through each other's phones. I told her if you don't let me see your phone right now, I'm going to assume you're cheating on me, and she wouldn't let me see it. Anyways, back to the room, she apologized about the DM and said she was being petty about a fight we had that day and apologized multiple times. What a bitch, what the fuck? Anyways, we're back in the States, and I just have a weird feeling now of her being unloyal and unloyal in the future. She has been glued to me since this entire incident. Also, I don't think she ever physically cheated on me as we have both never really went out without each other since we've been together. I guess that is what I get. That is what I getting a huge... 
what I get for getting a huge Instagram girl with many followers who loves attention. Too long didn't read. I found my girl DMing another guy, then accused me of cheating on a trip I went a few months ago. I never cheated. Need advice. Should I give her another chance? So she's like, is she like an influencer is what I'm getting? She's like a self-absorbed influencer who thinks way too highly of herself. So yeah, she's going to like try to, like out of spite, she goes and tries to get with Vinny Hacker. What the fuck? That's not someone you want to be with. If like she's mad at you and she just goes and like fucks John Mayer. You know what I mean? Like that's not fucking cool, man. Like that's disrespectful that she would do that to you. So no, you should not stay with this person. I don't care how hot they are, how big of an Instagram following they have. That honestly makes it worse. You don't want to deal with that. Fuck that shit. So like, I would say, I would say rethink this whole relationship. If she's accusing you of things that you didn't do, obviously it's because she's, she knows in her head that she's doing something wrong and she needs to deflect it onto you. That, that's my, that's my, um, assumption I get analysis of this whole thing but what do I know I'm just a college student who smokes a lot of weed um and has been heartbroken many times um so what I have to say about that we've been going for a while um again I'm so sorry these episodes keep being late Uh, I'm really trying to get back into the swing of things I, I really am um I'll I'll try to uh I'll try to be be on time for Monday So anyways, this has been the Short News Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and listening and being patient with me. Even when I say foolish, foolish things, I really appreciate it a lot. I love you guys very much, and I will see you in a couple of days. All right. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash sp56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.